0: Right. Hello, everybody, and oh, okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. uh, No, it's good. It's good, Matt. You're. I think I Uh, fucked that one up. No, no. All right, right, here
1: we go. Yeah. Now, now, do it. Do it unfiltered
0: now. All right. Uh, All right. So, uh, welcome back to tell us stuff. I am one of your co-hosts, Ian Kimura, and uh, my other co-host, Andrew, is not here. We kind of did a role reversal last week. I wasn't here. This week, he isn't here. But I have a good friend in here with me. His name is Matt Simons. Uh, who's that's also- me. Yep, that's him. And yep. in the spirit of Andrew, he interrupted right as I was coming in. So uh,
1: <laughs> I, I, it might, you might just, it might not be, it might not be the other person at this point. It might just be you're a very interruptible person. Like I think, uh, I think viewers uh, of the show are gonna notice this.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that might be it. Maybe it's not Andrew. Maybe I owe Andrew an apology. Um, I've just been ragging on him for interrupting me, but. <laughs> Maybe, I, I'm not sure what it is. There's just so much space in between your words. That's just the perfect point to insert whatever
1: I'm thinking about. Uh, it's it's a beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like when you find like like a screw that fits immediately into like a hole you drilled.
0: Well, no, I mean, I've heard that before when I, I talk about how I talk. Because um, uh, the new social media person for uh, the Stand Up Comedy Club at UC Davis, she had mentioned she was trying to find clips of me to post on like our like Instagram thing and she's like you talk so slow I can't find like a short enough clip to post <laughs> because it's like
1: <laughs> I mean yeah I mean she's got a point like you and me have known each other for a while and I used to do that job I used to be like I have to I would have to clip like portions of comedian sets to try and find uh things we can put on social media easily digestible and all of your jokes are funny but they're funny over like a minute and 30 <laughs> seconds and that's more than Instagram allows. And it's infuriating uh, to no end. So that's, uh, that's, that's Ian, the uh, slow burn comedian.
0: Yeah. But uh, anyways, how are you doing, man? Uh, we haven't, I don't think, you, you got, uh, I always do this where I'm like, I, I try to bring up something the uh, person looks like. We only just uh, show the audio, the play the audio um, oh
1: this this bit works perfect then yeah so I was like
0: I was like you got the you're rocking the headband you got the like the nice recording equipment right in front of you You look like a rock star man
1: yeah uh, rock star is nice for everybody on you know audio I have like a, a bandana with like pirate skulls on it and like a half shave I look like a shitty vegan blogger is what I look like I look like I look like I'm about to tell you about nutrients and trying to make it accessible
0: you look like keith richards if he didn't do drugs but he did like uh, nutrition instead
1: <laughs> so really you just said i look like keith richards but lame that's <laughs> that's what i got out of that um i keith richards should not be alive like i know everybody says that it's well-trodden territory but he just shouldn't be alive at this point
0: i mean i i've I, I, w- I watch the news every day to make to check if he's dead yet because if I die b- before him like <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to be cool with that. I thought I thought you were going to say like
1: uh like you know like oh I check the reach uh the, the news every morning to make sure Keith Richards is alive and to make sure that like uh, Jimi Hendrix is dead. Cuz if I wake up the next morning and he's not dead I'd be like oh shit that's a really big thing. Um bigger than Keith Richards dying I'd think. Um
0: yeah. You know i mean my my guitar teacher t- used to tell me a joke um he's told me this one a couple of times. It's pretty good. he just it's just one line it's breaking news. Keith Richards was found alive in a hotel room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. that's really good uh so we're both we're both guitar uh rock people. who are some of your influences
0: me uh well Clapton is the big one for me uh I would say you know i uh yeah. He's, he's the main one, but there's, uh, you know, I try to take a little bit from everybody, you know, like, uh, uh, like I, 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 like, um, I was really into like Lindsay Buckingham and, uh,
2: for a really? while. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like I, I never could do what he did. Cause he just plays fingers, fingers, finger, uh, fingers, finger style guitar, but, uh, never really. Any, uh,
1: any Janis Joplin in there or like,
0: Oh, Janis Joplin, definitely. Like, uh, like, I've, i I was, I was listening to her uh, like a lot last week. I make these playlists when I go into work, and I just listen to them sometimes. So, I think she was on it. She had a had a couple of her her stu- her tracks on there. So, uh, yeah. I I uh,
1: I, I think uh, the the my favorite Janis Joplin track is just like it's something that's, it says recorded in the studio and it's like a, like a B-side or like, an, like between songs. And it's just her saying stuff like, oh man, like, you know, like, fuck it, like, would you fuck Richard Nixon? And everybody's like, hell yeah, I'd fuck Richard Nixon. She goes, I wouldn't fuck him. Like, he's a nerd. He's a doobie. And just like, it's just weird. Cause it's like, they're talking about Richard Nixon in the 1970s, but they're talking about it like it's a period movie. Like, it's just like, ah, no, he's a square. <sighs> like, it just, it, it's weird to me. Because that's how people genuinely talked.
0: Yeah, I have um, to send me that track sometime. Do you know what it's called?
1: I, yeah, we'll, we'll sample it and make it a fucking uh, mixtape. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it's just called Recorded in the Studio. Uh, look out for it on Spotify. Um,
0: yeah, I'll have to find it. You're your influences now. You, your,
1: uh, All right. And yeah. Honestly, I was thinking about this. Because um, the question I wanted to ask you was like who's, the, like, who's like the one guy who made you like really, really into guitar, right? Like, who's the guy who you saw, or, like, guy or girl, woman, man, who you saw and you were like, I want to play guitar? And I realized, for me, do you know Sung Ha Jung?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that fucking incredible. guy. He's yeah,
1: incredible. for anybody Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, Sung Ha Jung was that guy on YouTube who was, like, 12 years old who could play amazing fingerstyle guitar, and then all your parents looked at you and they're like, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> Are you doing that? You should in- – so it was, uh, it was really, really cool because you saw him play all these things like My Heart Will Go On, Titanic, and then would turn around and just do a fingerstyle cover of like, I don't know, like Bruno
0: Mars. And it, it was, was like, like it was, 10 yeah. or something at the time too. He like. was
1: 10. <laughs> I think he's still younger than you and me, which is fucking weird. Yeah, like,
0: it's crazy.
1: Like think about all the people who are younger than us. Doesn't that make you feel like just a little bit shitty to be like just, oh, just yeah. doing what you're doing?
0: Oh yeah. Like, like, you look at like the basketball players who are like 18 coming into like the NBA or something or 19. And I'm like, uh, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. I mean, like, you know, like the NBA guys too, Billy Eilish and like, you know, uh, what Sungha Jung. But the one guy that fucks me up is like, do you know how old the D's nuts guy is? How old is he? He's like two years older than us. I think dude D's nuts at <laughs> two years. old. We've got to be at that big in two years. You realize the pressure that puts on us.
0: Yeah, I mean that's in- immense pressure. Um, yeah. But speaking of immense pressure, I think our next guest will relieve a little bit of that. Um, I hope to God. <laughs> um, he, he's a he's a he's a friend of mine. And I don't know if he's a friend of Matt's, but uh, oh, he's a decent friend, I think. He's a decent right? friend. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll tell, let him know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he and he he is not someone who I, I think raises the expectations on me a whole lot um i look at <laughs> no he's he's a good guy and i uh i uh, i'm glad to have him on he he does stand-up comedy with us at uh, uc davis and he also is a writer among other things uh and a pretty interesting guy um, and a lover and a lover yeah not a fighter
1: no definitely not <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh, his name is Jacob, and we will bring him on uh, right now, I guess. Uh, yeah, but uh, there'll be music that plays in when we actually uh, splice this all together, and when you're, you're listening to this. So uh, we'll go to that. Woo! All right.
2: Russians are an exception to every rule.
0: All right, welcome back. We have, uh, we are back after that short break. It wasn't really a break for us, but it's a break for you. Um, It's a break from us, really. Break from us. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And we have uh our guest now in the zoom call. Uh Jacob. Uh, say hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Woo! Jacob. So do you want him to
1: redo that? I just fucking wooed all over him. Uh it's good. Right in yeah. his face. Yeah.
2: Maybe bad. maybe
0: just to be safe, just so
2: they yeah, can go hear for the voice again. Give my name again? No,
0: no. Just, just, just say hi. I don't know if they
2: Okay, me. well. I'm still Jacob. Matt's Wu didn't change it. (laughs) I
1: fucking swear. Well, it's nice to see you, Jacob. It's a rattle of a time
2: to have you back. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if the listeners are going to be able to see me quite as well, but maybe they'll enjoy hearing me.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed. I I was going to say, so... uh, your voice sounds uh sometimes monotone when we're uh like uh like performing together but you are genuinely i think one of the uh funniest people in the club uh and that we you know have running together what do you think about that
2: i think i do the monotone thing because i do a lot of like uh underplayed jokes and i feel like it kind of works but People do tell me I have kind of a boring voice, but some people say soothing. I think it kind of depends on whether you're trying to be nice when you're talking to me. I, uh, I, Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, it's just kind of a matter of interpretation.
1: I I would like to point out, as soon as you said that, Ian started yawning organically. That was not planned.
2: I don't think it was uh, organic. I think Ian was planning this joke. You two have been (laughs) conspiring behind my back.
1: Yeah, we're like, oh man, just wait, we're going to yawn in this fucker's face as soon as he gets on stream. Yeah, I don't know this what you
2: were talking about before I got on the Zoom call. This is
0: on yeah. brand for me, because I was just i just did something the listeners can't see, so...
1: Uh. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It really, you chose a great medium for this whole podcast.
0: No, I just, I kind of want to
2: address that, because for the last few podcasts, Andrew has been complaining that somebody texted Ian saying that you guys have done stuff that you can't see, um, and I'm that guy. I was the one who texted that. <laughs>
1: So really, you've just been flooding but, You've just been flooding the complaints box, and now you're here to fucking hash it out.
2: Well, what I, no, what I wanted to say was what I meant, I was talking about one specific thing in your podcast with Will, because you had a whole thing where you were talking about his facial hair, but you didn't describe it. So for like, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, you're talking about Will's facial hair, and I'm sitting there thinking, but this isn't funny to me, because I don't know what it looks like.
1: Uh, so let's start with that. What does your facial hair look like? Well, how about you start with what your facial, you think your facial hair looks like, and we'll give our rendition on what it, we think it looks like.
2: I don't know if I want to let you do that. but
1: That's completely um, fair. What do you think it looks like?
2: No, you definitely can uh, I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of let it go a little bit in quarantine. I did kind of just shave. Um, I cut myself fairly
0: badly, so that's not great. But That's bleeding profusely right now. Just pouring out it's
2: all over the stream, God. It's a little hard to see, but I cut myself on my lip, and uh, you don't want to do that.
1: Oh yeah, that sucks.
2: But yeah, I've got the, the full beard going. Um, it's not quite as I was just on a Zoom call with one of my friends who, uh, after he left high school, he got particularly religious. He joined like the Jewish frat at uh, UCLA, and so he's done the stereotypical thing and grown out a really full beard with the payas and stuff. So I, I kind of judge myself based on him and at least it's not, you know, gotten to that extreme. But this is fairly manly beard. That's what I'll tell the listeners. That's what it looks like.
0: So you haven't gone full Jew yet. Like, you haven't gone like <laughs> full, like hardcore Jew yet. You're kind of like...
2: We're getting there, sooner or later.
0: So wait, wait, to become a hardcore Jew, you said you have to join a
1: fraternity? That's like the requirement.
2: No that was just, I think he did it because they gave him a place to live, but
1: oh, that'll do it, yeah, yeah yeah that's... i yeah no I, was, I I didn't realize that you know um most of the fraternities and even the Christian frats I've heard of are like very very they're not they're a religious basically it's a lot of drinking i I'm, I'm not sure uh, what what's the word on the street with jewish
2: fraternities I mean there's a lot of no, I, I think one of the reasons Jews don't become alcoholics as much is, are you familiar with Manischewitz wine? I am not. Is, what is, okay. uh, is it religious wine? So this, no, it's just, this is a meme that I guess hasn't uh, penetrated beyond the bounds of the Jewish community. But Manischewitz yeah, has, wine Not is, into Goy culture. I know. Uh, so it's basically just wine and grape juice, and it tastes almost exactly like cough syrup. So I feel like Jews are kind of desensitized as children to drinking alcohol. So as adults, you know, their parents don't even really have to, uh, you know, admonish them not to drink. You just know because you, as you were, when you were a child, you drank terrible wine. You don't want to do it as an adult.
1: It's kind of like how like, you know, your parents force you to smoke like as a kid. So you're like, ah, I hate that. And you don't go to it as an adult. Yeah,
2: it's the same idea.
1: Hmm. I, uh, I, I know a few Russian Jews um, who are uh, raging alcoholics in a funny enough twist of fate. I wonder what the, like, you know, kind of dominant and cultural recessive culture there is uh, there,
2: but... Russians are an exception to every rule, but... That sounds right. I think with Russian Jews, what happens is the Russian tendency to alcoholism just outweighs anything that happened to them as children.
0: Like, uh, it's, it's like... Oh no, they're how, drinking like, the cough syrup, too. They're just, like, chugging that down. <laughs>
1: It's just like they they they, they, they it's like the uh, the separation of like it that's the test you know it's like oh like if you hate this you are you know a uh, you know a, uh, a, a what's the word uh like an a religious Jew yeah okay never mind secular? that that bit is dead secular secular Jew yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: never mind well that that joke died all right never mind
2: next one they can't see me they don't know if I'm not laughing <laughs>
0: Jacob is laughing incredibly profusely hard. but he's doing yeah. it very his, quietly he maintains yes. his monotone voice though <laughs> monot- he, can't, he doesn't break he's, he's a professional um, so am
2: I, am I allowed to ask you questions even if i'm a cast yeah you,
0: yeah, you can so. you can ask us stuff okay.
2: yeah. yeah i was not aware of your middle name ian um yeah okay if, right yeah i i'm afraid to try to pronounce it because i'm a white boy and i'm gonna butcher it try it try it all uh, right, <laughs> right so i've
1: got the answer key right here so what how do you pronounce that jacob
2: is full name tu- <laughs> ian tsuyoshi kimura
1: ding ding Stingo. ding 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 right there
2: okay See, uh, the, I'm, I'm afraid of, to try and pronounce names like that because i know in chinese at least the tsu has a, a very specific pronunciation <laughs> but i'm not sure how it works in japanese but they i, I avoided uh the trap you laid out for me <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was yeah we should have all just come in with ridiculous middle names mm-hmm. like mine is four q's and a z um,
2: well, I actually have three
1: middle names,
2: which is kind of ridiculous.
1: Way to flex on Ian having only one fucking middle name. God.
2: I know. What are your I, middle names? Uh, Raviv, Benjamin, and Simon. In that order? I, yeah, that specific order. But my parents had a lot of people to name their kids after, and they only had one kid. So I just got all of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're just like, fuck, we got all these names lying around. I just give them to the boy, give them to the boy
2: that's what they told me oh i see see you changed your name to qqqz
1: yeah ian yeah ian just changed my name to qqz beautiful um that's kakaza just uh for the you know Mm -hmm. sensitive here
2: Um, is that a a traditional filipino name
1: it is it is actually it's uh it's filipino orthodox it's uh it's really, really oh yes I didn't That's realize Eastern
2: Orthodox Christianity made it to the Philippines.
1: You know, it makes it a lot of places. It makes mm-hmm. it a lot of places. Or
2: maybe you meant Orthodox Judaism.
1: Yeah, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I'm not sure if orth- uh, I, There's So the way the, bre- the breakdown for the Filipino census is this. It's 90% Catholic, 5% mm-hmm. Islamic, and then they just said, fuck it, 5% other. Like, just chalk them all into other, so...
2: Yeah, but isn't there kind of a hole in the census where all of the people that... Um, that like, all of the drug users used to be... Yes. Duterte yeah, all, just all the, decided those guys are gone.
1: Yeah, well, he didn't just decide they were gone. He, he decided with a gun. <laughs> he just killed oh, everybody yeah. who used drugs, which was, just wait for the drugs to do it. Like, come on, man. I mean, no, it's, that's, yeah. that's not in good taste. Um, uh, back to Ian's middle name for a second. No, no, uh, we're
0: going to stay on Duterte. Oh.
1: What, <laughs> just hot topics for podcasts. Oh God. Everyone uh, loves fucking talking
0: du- about Dictators.
1: I guess I don't. I don't know what the fascination is with two things in specific: dictators and serial killers. Like they are the the least liked people and the most talked about. Like, uh, do you guys remember when that Zac Efron movie came out? The one about uh Ted Bundy. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I didn't yeah. watch it.
1: Neither did I. But I remember every girl that I talked to for a whole year was like, "Oh my God, isn't wasn't Ted Bundy kind of cute?" And I'm like, "You know what he did, right? Like, like right after all mm-hmm. that charming stuff, you know, he like killed people and like." like fuck their bodies right like that's not like a chill cute thing to do i don't know i might be in the minority here
2: with uh, there's actually there's a strange phenomenon where a lot of serial killers in prison get tons of marriage proposals from women they've never met really yeah it's actually happened to pretty much every famous serial killer and it causes kind of problems for the prison because technically a lot of the, those photos that they, they uh, receive are contraband and it's hard to censor their mail when you get that much of them.
0: So uh, Jacob, have you ever thought of murdering a bunch of people to get pussy? You'd <laughs> it, be a hit with the ladies.
2: Uh, for legal reasons, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely great. You heard it Off
0: here first. Off the record, first. we'll cut this part out. We'll cut this part
2: no. Yeah, we'll cut, we'll cut this part out, and then we just all move the like mic closer to him. Yeah, but the thing is, Ian's the editor. I can't trust that he's going to cut this out. Mm.
0: I don't cut anything out, really, most of the time. <laughs> you I can trust that. him. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You can trust him. His middle name's Suyoshi. We looked this up earlier. Suyoshi means sturdy, overpowering, or gentleman samurai. Like, those are the three things it means in the Japanese language. So... You can trust either of those three things. All very trustworthy.
2: The only Japanese I know is konnichiwa. So it's Ah, good to to know at least a couple other words.
1: Yeah, that's the only one I know too. Konnichiwa. I I am a gentleman samurai.
2: Nice to meet you. I don't even know how to say nice to meet you.
0: Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Me neither. I, uh, I think Matt knows the most Japanese out of all of us here.
1: I, I did, and, and there was uh, one guy in the entire book, uh, like, you know, you know, how they have, like, books and textbooks. They're like, oh, here's, like, you know, like, the people in the book. They have characters. They try to put a plot to it. The main character of the Japanese one book is named Kimura-san, and he looks like Ian, and it was really weird because I thought he was playing a joke on me. I was just like, no, no, really, though. Come on, guys.
2: I think the reason you thought that is called racism. <laughs>
1: It just seemed like it was too good. It was just too convenient, as I am yeah. refused to believe this.
0: That, that was Absolutely. the bit. I was, I just, I, this is the long game here. I was, I was. I wrote the book, made it look like me, and then just trying to get you to say that, and then Jacob just delivered the punchline for me.
2: Well, now, wait a second, though, because you just said you don't speak Japanese. So, if you wrote a Japanese textbook, that oh, might no, be I just, pretty... Yeah,
1: wait, have I been learning garbage Japanese from you this entire time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I've motherfucker!
0: Learning, yeah, I've been learning Japanese. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go to Japan one day, and I'll be like, Ohayou hey, oh, gozaimasu! Watashi wa Mato desu! And you can be like, <clears throat> Fucking
3: <laughs> egg.
0: I just put, like, some words through Google Translator, and this just... <laughs> <I hope they'll laughs> <list> Konnichiwa,
2: heterozygous. Heterozygous. <laughs>
1: <Hadero-zaikus. laughs> God. Matt, so, uh, I
2: see, oh sorry.
1: No, please. After you.
2: I see you have several things written on your hand.
1: Uh, uh Are yeah. those relevant. Uh, it says uh, boxes. My uh, my girlfriend's moving soon, so uh, she needs some boxes, so I'm uh, getting mm-hmm. a bunch of boxes together.
2: And you couldn't remember that without writing it on your hand.
1: <laughs> uh. uh <laughs> I'm also going to plead the fifth for legal reasons and for my safety. Oh, okay. um,
2: I'm not trying to get you in trouble with your girlfriend. I'm just No, curious. that's
1: fine. That's fine. Just, just keep it down. Just keep <laughs> it down. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm terribly forgetful. I, uh, I started writing on my hand, I think, in like the fifth grade. And like, just because my reasoning was I can lose notes that I've left around, but I can't lose my hand, which is not a great rationale. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, especially since yeah. I have a machete that I just carry around. <laughs> well, I and was gonna say, saw.
1: yeah, my uh, I've got a shitty earth story. Um, so you know how like what your first email? What was your first email address, guys?
2: My parents actually made my first email address for me, but it's jrmouse3 at sbcglobal
1: <laughs> Wait, they signed you up for SBC like the the what do you know, a while the ago. organization?
2: the animal abuse organization or oh, the one that
1: prevents animal abuse they're not going around perpetuating um, animal abuse
2: no I no that's, that's a... the yahoo mail address oh
1: okay sick <laughs> <laughs> jesus that's the spca i'm thinking of that's what it is um so yours was jr mouse what was yours ian Dude, I, I
0: think mine was probably uh oh geez ent Kimura at gmail.com
1: fucking a I, uh, that's hilarious. I remember mine was like matster 2099. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Why'd you put those last four digits there, mom? And uh, you know, she goes, Oh, those are the uh, last four digits of your social. So that way you'll never forget them. So everybody got emailed for the first like five years of my life just had the last four digits of my social security number. And just, I never fucking, uh, I never changed it until I got to college. So what?
0: What? What? What was? Can you repeat that? Again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, so, so that's not really it. Fuck. Now somebody there is gonna go crawling through their like email to be like, all right, what's Matt's social? Let's do this. Christ. Um, that's uh social security numbers. Let's talk about that. Why not? Fuck it. This is comedy gold, guys.
0: Yeah. Uh Mine is a uh, two one five. <laughs> uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I have
1: one. That's, uh. I read about like a, um. so I, w- I was reading about this the other day. Tell me if this makes sense to you. You just changed my name to my social security number. Fuck you. Um, tell me if this makes sense to you. Tell me if this makes sense to you. Uh, so I was on Reddit the other day, right? And I was browsing through like subreddits and there's like, if you can type like, you know, random, it gives you a random subreddit. One of those random subreddits is where, the. here's the thing, you take, your social security number and like, uh, like anything private to you. And then you put it in a geocache somewhere. It's like extreme geocaching. And then when you find that person or when you find that person's capsule, they blackmail you for your thing back. And it's kind of like, like a, you know, like a role-playing thing, but it's like actual people's phone numbers and like things like that. And it's, it's like a real thing. It's called like R slash time bomb. What do you think Mm -hmm. about that?
2: I think turning doxing into a game sounds like a very bad idea.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, like, what, if you, what if your girlfriend comes to you like two years from now and she's like, hey, honey, before we get to it tonight, uh, I want to engage in some light doxing. Can I have your credit card and your address?
2: No, I have a slightly funny story about, on this topic. About being uh, <laughs> doxed? <laughs> no, um, I'm, I matched for this like a scam bot on Tinder And it wasn't immediately obvious to me because this was, I I guess it was run by an actual person because the responses sounded like like something a normal human being would say. Until she said, I can't meet anybody who hasn't signed up for this website because my aunt won't let me. And then I clicked on the (laughs) link and it it asked me for my credit card number, my social security number.
1: (laughs) So, So you just fell for it for the first 18 lines and then you were like, oh, now it's weird. Like, wait, don't, doesn't they give the same response, like, every time, though?
2: I think it was an actual person, because the responses sounded like a normal human being. I'm asking, you know, questions. What, you know, who are, <laughs> you know, who are you? Uh, <laughs> How was your g- day? They gave a response. How was your day? What's your favorite color? You know, they gave a color. And then okay, we got- that's fair, yeah. Yeah, and then we, when we, when uh, when we finally got to this stage, it became obvious to me, because... It should have been her uncle who was asking her to do that nobody's aunt cares that much yeah nobody's
1: that. aunt is that overprotective that's right. that's what it is that's, that's what really kicked uh, me off
0: you
1: You would have given your her uncle your credit card number but that was over the line nick you saw through that
2: I, i'm patriotic i trust uncles because of uncle sam
1: <laughs> i always thought it was weird that we personified countries you know what i mean
2: Yeah, I don't know why Russia is a mother, but Germany is a father.
1: And America, what's, America is like Lady Liberty, right? But also Uncle Sam.
2: Isn't that a fucked up genealogy? Well, maybe America is the child of Lady Liberty and Uncle Sam.
1: (laughs) It's like, it's this giant inbred husk of a country, just 250 years and rotting.
2: What's more American than inbreeding?
1: (laughs) uh i have no idea i i have I, I should have prepared more incest jokes that's really my fault guys that's my bad yeah come I'm just on over
2: prepared at this topic
0: <laughs> do you have more incest jokes jacob
2: oh didn't i do that whole bit at one point in one of my comedy shows about it incest porn
0: did, did you
2: i th- i did because i was talking about like a video that i saw on pornhub that was about incest porn
1: <laughs> oh god right yeah
2: yeah, people yeah. enjoyed well, it, but I don't know if it would really be good to tell out of context.
1: Yeah, well, What was the, like, this basic whole thing premise? Is
2: out of context.
1: Yeah, just fuck it. Fuck it.
2: Well, I was I saw that this video where the premise was that your mother and your two sisters are angry at you because you stole all of their panties. And so to make it fair, you have to jerk off in front of them. <laughs> so, so my first joke is, yeah, that makes a lot of
0: sense. Yeah, just like, <laughs> you know, that's... Sense.
1: It's the clear logic, right? I mean, affair's you know, fair. fair. Um, so does I guess- It has
0: to be both your, uh, s- was it your stepmother and your sis- sister? Or can it like- Stepsister, otherwise it's weird, right?
2: You know, there wasn't a lot of backstory in this porn video, surprisingly. <laughs> so I'm not sure, totally sure of the relationships between everybody involved.
0: Well, that's just lazy. Do you God. ever think about writing well, some fan fiction for it to establish some backstory? <laughs> <Sorry>.
2: <laughs> uh, what is it, rule 34?
0: Jesus. That's
2: definitely I feel like, a thing.
1: I, I feel like like writing the fanfiction for that would be so niche because imagine the title would have to be like POV like slapshot compilation fanfiction part one. Like that's who's gonna read that?
2: What is this? The branding shot?
1: error. I don't just, I think slap shots that thing in hockey where like you know they uh they slap it into the goal but like with their dicks.
2: So. Oh my well I was imagining like a girl slapping a dick and then it immediately comes.
0: That could be a whole like niche.
1: It, it, it like within the pain kind of masochism bdsm thing yeah i think so um well, once we put this out
0: on the internet like that must <laughs> happen like i think it must has to happen right yeah but, those I are mean, the rules
1: yeah
2: you have a large enough fan base now at least one of them is probably a porn producer
1: yeah do we have any all porn all producers in the audience <laughs> oh,
2: really?
1: <laughs> yeah really they, they saw the title that was uh three men in uh sorry two men in glasses get uh verbally assaulted by third man in video call and they thought it was a porno so that's, that's why a the audience. Video.
2: it's, it's you a know, long title
1: it's a long title for, for a long video you know but uh, it's a good payoff so yeah yeah
2: i also see you have a pencil matt are you taking notes on what i'm saying
1: Maybe. I just, I, this was on my desk. My desk is a mess right now. It's got like keys and like, I, I, I have a bunch of frames on my desk. Uh mm-hmm. And I was going to put them up around my house and they're just, I realized I don't know how to nail things into my apartment walls. So they're all sitting on my desk. Um,
0: And that's, that's not productive for anybody. So you should I don't know hang what up something. I mean, you should just hang up some empty frames. Just, uh,
1: Maybe I should hang up pictures of other people's families, just to just to really let them know mm. how much I appreciate them.
2: No, that was a George Carlin bit. I remember he was it really? He said, yeah, he had this whole bit where he was talking about things you can do to keep uh, store owners on their toes. And then one of them was you go into into a shop that sells pictures or de- that develops pictures because it's old enough that this was at a time when you had to get pictures developed. And he and then you ask them for one of the picture frames of the other people. <laughs>
1: I, so, so I was, that's an interesting intersection that, you know, I'd like to explore with you guys. Cause what it's like, like where do you guys get material? We've talked about porn. We've talked about beards. We've talked about like middle names. Like what do you got? Where do you guys get your material? Like,
2: I mean, it's been harder during the pandemic because I don't experience a whole lot of interesting things anymore, but a lot of them would ju- just come from me either seeing something funny on TV or noticing something funny when I'm walking around. And now, most of the time, I'm walking around in my room. So I can make jokes about walls, but that's kind of it. (laughs) You know, what did one one wall say to the other wall? Stuff like that.
1: Yeah, what did the wall say to the other wall?
2: I'll meet you at the corner, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you guys hadn't heard that one.
1: (laughs) I I I That's a new one for me. So I think something you said that was really central, like getting out and doing things is mm-hmm. like, cause I feel like, you know, like a lot of stories that uh, you tell and that other people, uh, comedians that we've worked with have told before a lot of them are adventures. You know, a lot of them are like, man, I went down to the corner store and there was a guy there with like a horse head on or something like that. Something like wacky <laughs> and zany, you know? But like, you know, now that that's mostly an mm-hmm. avenue cut off to like 90% of Americans. I mean, it seems like there's that kind of vacuum, you know? Well, I, mean, I like to comment
2: th- on the horse head thing. I feel like that person probably wasn't actually leaving his house. That sounds like an acid trip while watching BoJack Horseman.
1: <laughs> so, so you got me. I haven't left my house. That was just my last night terror.
2: Um, oh, I mean, do you take acid while watching BoJack Horseman very often? Uh,
1: not yet. But now, now, okay. if that makes the horseman go away, I'll, I'll start. So. Well, it made him arrive,
0: I guess. But.
2: Uh... Oh, yeah. No, I, I love how... I, I mean, I guess it's actually... I've only seen it on Rick and Morty, but I think a lot of adult swim shows do this thing where during the commercials, they have like a black background and white text and it says something that's supposed to terrify people who are paranoid because they're on drugs. It says <laughs> things like, we know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because they know that 90% of their demographic are stoners. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's going to freak them out.
0: I, uh, I, I know one person yeah. who listens to this is on drugs. Can we think of anything we could just say right now?
2: Dude, we know we're talking. You're talking about Will. <laughs> we know.
0: It's
1: probably it's probably Will and Will. If you're on drugs right now, I love you very much, and we all know.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, you know, this Everybody is great podcasting. Yeah, this you know, is all great the people podcasting. who don't know who Will is, they're gonna love <laughs> these Will jokes.
1: Yeah, no, this is it, this is a this is an audience of uh Will appreciators and jokesters. I think we should just
0: do an episode where we just find out all three of our audience members identities and then just uh, make jokes about them the entire time.
1: (laughs) They're going to be angrily writing letters to the editor. Just like I did not appreciate that last joke about me. I thought it was off kilter. I don't wear Mm -hmm. glasses like that or something like that.
2: Anybody who would write a a letter to somebody who hosts a podcast to somebody you don't need to listen to.
1: (laughs) They're not even responding to you in medium, you know?
2: yeah i know you should at least respond in the form of your own podcast
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, fe- I feel like i feel like that's the thing if you're criticizing something you got to be in the same medium it's so like you know like movie critics now they have to do movies in response to other movies or I like you know Audrey
2: Ebert's jaw really difficult <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's already pretty hard because he's dead but you know before yeah. he was dead
1: yeah but like he because he had experience with like adult movies right that was his own his only background with uh oh. like Like, so imagine just, like, you're, like, reading, like, a review for, like, Titanic, and it's just, like, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." in the background, it's uh, Roger Ebert's shirtless, and he's like, I thought it was okay, and then it ends, that's it.
0: Was he, like, a porn star, or was he, like, or did he, like, make them?
1: I don't know, but in my head, it's funnier if he's the porn star, I guess. (laughs) He probably was just behind the camera.
2: You ever read Roger Ebert's reviews of the movies that he hated the most? Uh, no, I didn't. He has some really funny ones. There's one for a movie called Tommy got fingered, which, you know, (laughs) immediately from the title is going to be an excellent movie. Yeah. And so he he said, there's one line from, from this review where he, he says, and I quote, this movie is not scraping the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't the bottom of the barrel. This movie isn't below the bottom of the barrel. This movie doesn't deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence with barrels. (sighs) (laughs)
0: God. <laughs> i i think i think he's being a little too kind to barrels whenever you seen a barrel used or something good
2: i mean they, i've been playing a lot of super smash bros and they do kind of get in my way when i'm playing super smash bros
1: yeah i, I feel like everything else when that barrel has tommy, carries though yeah go ahead has
0: tommy got fingers <laughs> finger got in your way in super smash bros what does <laughs> that
2: got my way? Yeah. I've been tr- I've been looking for the combo that makes that happen, and I just can't seem to find
0: it. Exactly, oh. it never gets in your way. I think I think mm-hmm. I think that's I think he's wrong <laughs> about barrels and Tommy got fingered. That's that's your big
1: deal you're gonna die on.
2: Yeah. He also uh, this, there's another funny story I I read. I don't remember which movie he was reviewing now, unfortunately, but he said I hated this movie. Hated, hated, hated this movie. And so I, I read uh, a story written by the, the director of that movie and he said that it actually kind of crushed him because it was one of his first attempts to make kind of an artsy film. And then years later, he runs into to Roger Ebert in a bathroom at some event and he sees, and they see each other where they're washing their hands and they're just sort of standing next to each other and there's kind of an awkward moment where they look at each other. And then the director turns to him and he says, you know, Roger, I hate that sweater. I hate, hate, hate that sweater.
1: <laughs> God. Do you ever read the uh, reviews that he wrote after he was dead? He must have really hated them to like, you know, write them after he was dead.
2: He even um, even took the trouble to get an assumed name. Yeah. If you look at the author, it doesn't even say Roger Ebert
1: yeah so all the uh, all the reviews on roger ebert.com after he's dead aren't by roger ebert they're by like his team or like people who bought the website i think something like that well but i have a conspiracy
0: uh, theory that roger ebert faked his own death and he's like tupac in cuba just keeps <laughs> releasing movie reviews though
1: he just keeps releasing the reviews and he attributes them to like you know like Annie wall or whoever the uh writer is
2: mm-hmm. well we all know cuba is the movie capital of the world
1: Yes, that's true. Um, God. Did you ever see, because uh, when, uh, when when Roger Ebert died, he like, his jaw, like he had to remove his jaw because it was like some like jaw cancer or something like that. So for like the last month or two that he was alive, mm-hmm. he just didn't have a lower jaw. And it was like all just flappy skin. And he had to like communicate via like a Stephen Hawking speaking spell.
2: Um, well, you know, the way you said yeah. that, I mean, it sounded like they removed the jaw after he was dead. And I was going to ask... <laughs> <laughs> you know, why, why would you bother cutting out the
0: cancer after he's dead?
1: You just get a grave rob Roger Ebert, you just put it on your mantelpiece and like, hey, that job remove uh reviewed movies. Mm.
0: I think it was that director who uh got the director of Tommy Tommy got fingered. He just oh, right. wanted to make sure <laughs> yeah. Robert Ebert Ebert couldn't talk either. He has it like like just on his mantle,
1: like next to his like hunted deer and his like hunted rabbits, and he's like, This is my favorite kill. God I uh, watched a documentary on Robert, Roger Eber a few years back and they had like his last days in the hospital, right? And his like wife and children mm-hmm. are there and they're like, hey, Roger, we just got you uh, a movie because we know you love movies. And he can, he, they're gearing up for something and they go, uh, we got you white chicks on DVD so you can watch oh it God. while you're in the hospital dying. And Roger Eber just takes it and starts hitting it against his head because he can't say anything, but he's just hitting it and everybody starts laughing. He was a very funny guy, like, right up until his uh, death date,
2: apparently.
0: Or he was crying for help.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was God. Morse code.
1: Yeah, it was Morse code for uh, Get Me
0: Out of Here. What if he really loved white chicks? What if he, like, that was that was his last words. He was just trying to tell everybody, like, <laughs> A plus movie.
1: I, uh, okay, so movies you think Roger Ebert would like uh, that were unpopular. Because I think it would be white chicks and then, like, I don't know, like the Mighty Ducks, I think.
2: Well, surprisingly, Stargate was on his list of movies that he hated more than anything else, and I don't know well, why. I thought that was a fine movie.
1: Was it? What was Stargate? Was that a sci-fi thriller or?
2: Oh well, yeah. I mean, it, the premise is that they, a group of scientists, discover a Stargate, uh, as it, as the title would imply, that lets them go from Earth. Okay, but to... wait, what's
1: a Stargate though? Wait.
2: Oh, it, it's kind of like a worm, like a localized wormhole.
1: It's okay, what's of... a localized wormhole? Wait.
2: Okay, I mean, well, a wormhole lets you just sort of immediately travel from one place to another.
1: Oh, like a door.
2: Yeah, like a door, but you don't come out of, on the other end in a room. You come out on another planet.
1: All right, so, so there's a really big door that the scientists have discovered in space.
2: That's right. Well, okay. actually, it's, it's on Earth. <laughs> oh, it's on hard, Earth, okay. It'd be kind of hard to walk through it if it was in space.
1: So it's a stargate that's not among the stars. It's on Earth.
2: Yeah, it is kind of a misnomer. But
0: <laughs> I found the review for Stargate that Roger Ebert wrote. I just I like this one. the, the one. This one excerpt. The uh, the movie Ed Wood about the worst director of all time was made to prepare us for Stargate. Um... God.
2: Yeah, he he was pretty savage. I don't. I, he wrote another one where he said. This movie is a waste of good electricity, and I'm not talking about the chemistry between the actors. I'm talking about the energy required to power the projector.
3: Oh, God.
1: I, uh, as long as you're talking about Savage Movie Reviewers, I, I forget, it was like an MTV show or something back in the day, and they had like it was like a fake movie show, right? But they had like movie reviewers on there, and that was the whole premise. And mm-hmm. uh, did you guys ever hear about The Killing Fields? It was this documentary um, about like... Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I haven't that- watched it. It was that really big uh, documentary, very controversial for like the graphic imagery it showed. And this show got really dark because they were just like, uh, they're like, I didn't know it was a documentary. I thought it was a drama. And it cuts to his review and he goes, well, if you ask me, they should have gone to the acting fields. And it's just like, oh my God.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty rough. I mean, a few, yeah. million, a few million people die throughout the course of that movie.
1: Yeah, it's like that's like if you reviewed Hotel Rwanda and you're just like, God, can, who who were the mm. writers on this one? Where did they get the idea for this weird zany plot?
2: It's more like reviewing Hotel Rwanda and saying, God, the concierge sucks here. There's no room service.
1: It's just nothing gets done.
2: I know the, the hosts are a little sharp, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: Ooh, ouch. How many uh, stars on Yelp do you think Hotel Rwanda gets?
2: Oh, so funny story about that. Jesus. Uh, so there was a glitch on Google Maps for a while that allowed people to review gulags in North Korea. <laughs> and so people oh did. They'd say things like one star, no room service or God. five stars. Cause like give it, if I give it anything less, Kim will kill me.
1: Mm. Do you see that? Do you see that people are doing that on micro, uh, Microsoft flight simulator now? Like, they're just like, like they'll are just they just fly to places that you're not allowed to access, like in the real world. They're just like, like mm-hmm. apparently a bunch of people have been going to Jeffrey Epstein's private island and just being like, we're gonna get to the bottom of this, guys. They won't let us there, so we're gonna go here in Microsoft Flight Sim, and we're gonna find out what's at here. And now it's so clogged up with planes, nobody can figure out what's going on. <laughs> Everybody had the same idea.
2: It's, well, if you're gonna live out a fantasy, I kind of imagine going to d- Jeffrey Epstein's island isn't the one I would choose first.
0: No. I mean, the kids uh... aren't still there, but, like...
2: That's true. That's a very good point, Ian Tsuyoshi Kimura.
0: You might have a nice island. Like, like, do you think the island was, like... Do you think the island had, like, some cool stuff on it? Like, aside from the pedophilia?
2: That's sort of, like, asking, but besides that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, being like, oh, yeah, no, at Disneyland, the food's great.
2: I mean, I think that I, makes No, actually, Matt, not. it's nothing like saying at Disneyland. The food's great.
1: <laughs> what, do people go to Disneyland for the food? They I don't go to, like go to like for Disneyland for the pedophilia. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes, clearly. Jesus.
0: No, I mean, but, like, it, it, it's a good, it's a good, if you're going to go visit anywhere on Microsoft Flight Simulator, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can get to the bottom of this, right? Like, as, as it was stated before, and, you know, maybe some of the amenities are nice, you know, maybe it, there's a nice pool.
2: Maybe um, so. I... I don't think it would be the first thing I would do, but it would be on my list somewhere. <laughs> you
0: see, what... where, where, where would it be on your list, though? Like... I
2: might need multiple pages, but I'm sure it'll be there eventually.
0: <laughs>
1: you see, like, what I'm worried about for Microsoft Flight Simulator is, one, is it going to be multiplayer? Because if it is, although there's no, like, attack ships in the game, I feel like mm. people would just be, like, I'd be walking wrong, and then somebody would just, like, drive a plane into me just for fun, you know? And then the second thing I'm worried about is what if somebody mods in 9-11? Like, you know, somebody's like already thinking about that. Now that we're like, now that we're talking about it, mm. somebody out there in our porno producer audience is going to
0: make, make a it. porn about it
1: and then she, make a, por- <laughs> a porno about 9-11.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah, I, I you hope nobody says about
2: that. 9-11. Yeah, so what they up? say about nine eleven. A lot of people say that it was an inside job, but it happened almost entirely outside.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: God, I yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying we had we had a nice uh, had a nice roll going there, and then we brought. I, I decided to bring up nine eleven and uh,
1: Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey just Epstein. yeah, we really we uh, mm-hmm. really talked ourselves into a corner with that one.
0: Watch any good movies lately, (laughs) Jacob? Yeah, did you watch Dallas Buyers Club? Let's put ourselves into
2: another corner. I mean, not recently, but I did watch Dallas Buyers Club. Um, What did you think of it? It's been quite a long time since I've seen it, but I remember I liked it.
0: Don't spoil for me who bought Dallas. It was a
2: club. It wasn't a single person. That's fair.
0: Did Uh Did they buy it? Did they buy Dallas?
1: does it happen
2: yeah well it's the dallas buyers club yeah so they
1: they use the money ball right
2: i think you might be mixing metaphors a little bit
1: <laughs> no nah, never
2: mind it's possible yeah actually the last movie i saw was kind of a bummer so i don't know if we should uh discuss it too much too much what, but, what was the last movie you watched so i was talking because i i'm one of my friends is uh been staying with me for a while and he he wanted to watch a lot of the studio ghibli movies so we were watching a bunch of them and I, I was texting one of my friends um and she said she said that she's you know kind of into ghibli too and she recommended i watch grave of the fireflies without oh, telling me anything so about oh, it oh
1: fucking yeah. a
2: i know well i didn't know what i was getting myself into <laughs> i just she just recommended this movie to me and i watch it and afterwards i'm thinking it would be less depressing to just turn on the news at this point I mean I'm literally <laughs> just watching a young child starve to death for an hour and a half why does she why'd she recommend that? Does she hate you like I guess she does it's possible
0: it why does with, do we... the the movie starts out wonderfully with the uh, what the, the mother uh, being basically bomb yeah she gets hit
1: by an a-bomb right that's the premise of the movie
2: it it starts even before that actually where where, i forget their names but the the brother and the sister are both dead and their spirits kind of dancing in the field and then on the train but then you see the firebombing, and then the mother dies
1: great start yeah i'm liking it so far mr miyazaki let's keep rolling with it what's the next happy thing that happens in this movie
2: uh, they go to, I think, Tokyo, and they stay with their abusive aunt until they can't stand it anymore, and then they end up living in a cave in the middle of nowhere, and the, there's no food because America's been firebombing Japan so uh, so badly that the the entire economy's been crippled, and then- This was
1: like, casual watching for you?
2: I didn't know what it was, I just- <laughs> I just heard it was a Studio Ghibli movie, and I thought I like Studio Ghibli movies. And he
0: hates Fireflies too, so it was like, <laughs> "How do you feel about Fireflies, Jacob?" Yes. I'm doing my best Andrew impression here.
1: Yeah, there we go. Uh,
2: I don't like them as much as flying snakes.
0: <laughs>
2: Is that wait? What's that a reference to? Uh,
0: it's a reference to this uh, this podcast because Andrew frequently brings up flying snakes. He he hasn't. He, he he was on the tear with them. Ah, he, was yes. like, he was talking about how great they were, mm-hmm. and then he found out... He didn't actually look up what a flying snake was, and then uh, he was incredibly disappointed, so he's kind of backed off that a little bit. But,
2: uh, I
1: hate that it's ruined the magic for him.
2: <laughs> did he pass along my 10 facts?
0: No, he did not.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my first one was, I am a flying snake. <laughs> and my second one was sometimes i lie <laughs> nice
1: andrew is a an interesting host he's a very odd host um yeah i don't know do you guys have anything to say about that
0: yeah let's just tear into andrew here i think he's a piece of garbage but uh nice lay it on uh, thick and yeah he he is i would go as far as to say he is he is an a very odd host, but he is not yeah like okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I
2: think yeah. that was a very eloquent summary of Andrew
0: yeah that's it I got yeah, okay, cool yeah. You have have any you, I don't know, have Andrew? you
2: considered writing poetry
0: no, I haven't
2: <laughs> I think you have the facility for it
0: I have a way with words, um, oh absolutely, yeah do you ever write words poetry? are hard.
2: I do sometimes. It's actually a lot harder for me than prose because you it's kind of hard to describe, but you'd think that the skills are similar, but there's a little bit more music involved in poetry because you have to choose words that sound nice when paired with with the other words that you've chosen in in the different lines. Even if you're not rhyming them, you have to at least give the poem a cadence. And I kind of have a hard time with that. I, I've just always been better at writing prose. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, so I mentioned this also in, in my 10 facts, which you never received, but during quarantine, I finished writing my book, which oh snap, quite a long time, yes. but now that I literally just sit here all the time, I was able to do it.
0: You want to, you want to, are you sending that off to publishers now or like, uh, like, like a, I guess like a manuscript or whatever? I don't know how that works, but like.
2: Basically, what you have to do is you write what's called a query letter, which is sort of a short summary of the book, and then also sometimes a description of the author, and you send those to literary agents. Most of the time, they don't answer you. Sometimes they give, they give you a form letter, and if you're really, really lucky, they'll give you a personalized rejection letter.
1: Hmm, <laughs> that's nice.
0: Have you and got one of those yet?
2: No, yeah, just form a... letters. Ah, but I did actually, I've been submitting short stories that I wrote to another podcast, the No Sleep podcast, for a while. And they keep rejecting them. But this last time they said, we don't want this one, but a couple of the other ones you've sent us are on our short list. So one of the, some of them might end up uh, being on their podcast. They didn't tell me which ones, though, which is kind of frustrating because I'd like to know.
0: Yeah, you should it's... send us some short stories to read. Um, we don't usually do that, but uh, we... And we won't do them justice, but uh if, yeah, you i was send talking... us the worst ones and we'll <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just do them, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I it's weird because a lot of the stories that I write are either kind of tragic or horror stories, but I do all of this comedy. So I, I guess I'm just trying to balance myself out. I wanna make people laugh and cry.
0: I feel like I just that's the middle crown. I feel like that's this podcast right now this episode right now we've just yeah we've just gone all over the place
1: yeah i'm sorry is, does this usually have more structure
0: no it, it's it's very unstructured um okay thank god andrew and i are the least we don't when we're combined we don't form good structure um so this is perfectly <laughs> in line with that yeah
1: yeah i remember when you two uh you two, we did a we did a comedy thing together and you guys were hosting the event and uh it w- it was like a weird t- like acid dream in my head cuz it was andrew who is a crazy person personality and i love him um, and then it was you playing the straight man it was bizarre do you remember that
2: i do vaguely
0: yeah did you, it man. was did, did jacob did you go and did you perform in that one or i not? think he did he went on right after me
2: i think i did i think was that, wasn't was that, that your, last year
0: yeah was that, that was your last
2: first, year yeah. yeah first
0: one
1: I think that was yeah. Both of your first times. It was both of our first times up. Yeah, we were. I was scared to death. Uh, how were you doing?
2: I think you. I think I'm pro. I was probably a lot more scared than you were, because I'm not generally much of a performer. Really. So, so I've been. Yeah, I guess stand up comedy has kind of desensitized me to it a little bit. That's but a good. I'm skill. more of a writer. Getting up on stage and actually acting and saying things is kind of hard.
1: Huh.
2: I'm That's always terrified movie. that I'm going to forget stuff.
1: Yeah, that is, that is a big, because I, I think, you know, like there's a huge pressure to be like, okay, like put, turn out new jokes between every kind of like show you do. Uh, so there's like, you know, you're constantly having jokes in and out of your head. So like, you know, have you ever gone up on stage? I know I've gone up on stage like right before and just been like, okay, don't fuck this up. Just don't fuck up. Just rip, Just as long as you say all of your jokes, mm. you're fine. You can't go wrong.
2: Well, ninety percent of what I think to myself every day is just oh, fuck up, don't fuck up. <laughs>
0: hey, well, you're doing a good job here. You haven't you haven't fucked up yet. Yes, good. God I don't know if you, make uh, you. I
2: don't know if you heard in the background, my cat was was in my room and he started meowing. So I guess that's going to be on the podcast now.
0: that's oh, beautiful. Yeah. I won't edit that out. So
2: no, it'll get the cat demographic.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. hey, hey, important. Show us your cat.
2: Oh, he ran away.
0: Oh, yeah. He,
2: it's really hot here, and he's a black cat, so he tends to kind of hide in corners most of the day.
0: Are you Are you in Marin right now?
2: Yeah, I'm in San Rafael. Oh,
0: okay. oh wow! How, how, how do you enjoy those uh, lightning strikes? You get the lightning strikes. I was in San Mateo when that happened. We did. Yeah, yeah I, I heard, heard that it was. was uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> well, I was still awake because my sleep is kind of fucked right now. So a lot of them happened at four or five in the morning, yeah. And I was still awake to see them. And I guess that was what set all of the fires. The state got hit with over ten thousand lightning strikes over the course of a week. I think.
0: Yeah, it's. uh, I think I. I I was like I was back home this past week, and I was planning to drive back on that day when the lightning was happening. So I was like, no, I'm not going to drive back. And then I just I was like, you know, I'm going to drive back later in the week. And that's right when the Ellen Ute uh, Complex Fire happened, when it was like jumping I eighty and stuff and I was like well I guess I'm not driving back now <laughs> so I drove back today when it things it kind of I haven't cooled off but it's uh, not as uh, interfering with my drive. Um,
1: yeah, the the state is currently on fire. Um, I'd like to point out like everywhere, right? Way. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, not like we're on <laughs> fire. It's just like no, we're burning. <laughs>
2: physically and politically are all yes. on fire
1: it's pretty nuts um Scott have you guys seen the sky for me it's been blooded out for like four days five days now
2: yeah I have seen the sky it's yeah like been... the sun
1: though the sun though
2: I don't know if actually uh we got the red sun thing here oh okay because actually for some reason San Rafael doesn't tend to get affected by the, the fires quite as much I'm not sure why that is, but I guess because of the way the wind currents work, um, it doesn't really settle very much in the in the North Bay. But it's getting bad enough that we're actually starting to get some kind of unhealthy air quality.
1: Mm. Yeah. I um. Yeah. It's yeah, it's bad. I um. I remember I was uh, I was on a date with a girl like uh, sophomore year, and she was like from India, right? Like she was Indian from India and uh, it was during the big smoke, right? The smoke when the Napa wildfires were happening. So our API big was smoke. like the big smoke. <laughs> uh-huh. That's, that's just the name of Saturday night at Ian's place. Um, but it was during the big smoke. Right. So like, uh, like everywhere was like covered in smoke. Everybody had on N95 masks. And I remember it was like, the API was like something really unhealthy. Like, you know, like, 400 or 500 and uh like i remember just in the middle of the day she takes off the mask and she goes hey if anybody from india tells you otherwise this ain't shit api's 800 over there they're mm-hmm. lying to you and i was like okay yeah nice it's a good it's a good pro tip so yeah
2: yeah my experience during the fires wasn't really that exciting i was just really? in my dorm for an entire week and basically didn't leave my room except to eat food <laughs> And that's the whole story. You
0: know what I actually uh, uh, during the fires I actually I actually went to see Andrew and when like I I went out to visit him like because we were were writing something and it was the worst it was it was the most useless thing I ever did I mean I I liked (laughs) I enjoyed seeing Andrew but I went over to his place to write. So I went out. I didn't have an N95 or anything yet because my, they were all out everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I went to go visit him and he uh, we were supposed to write a sketch. And I just sat there writing the sketch while he just was like just throwing out ideas that we didn't mm-hmm. use. And he wrote nothing. And for some reason, I still put his name on it. But uh <laughs>
1: It's like when you do a group project and the other guy gets like a you
0: both get a C, you know?
1: It's great. Yeah.
2: It's like that one episode of South Park with the fish sticks.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. (laughs) Fucking A. I uh what did I do during the fire? I think uh I think I um I think I like hooked up with somebody during the fires. Like that was, but I made my, all my housemates leave. So like five, I just made them go into the smoke. Um, And they were texting me just like, you know, like uh, it was really nice. We just like talked for like an hour or two and then she left, but I forgot to text my roommates and I just fell asleep. So I woke up at like 1am to text of just like, Hey, can, can you, can we come back? Can we like breathe inside again? So.
2: You were hooking up with her, but you were just talking for an hour.
1: No, the plan was to hook up. The plan was to hook up oh okay yeah so yeah but you know it, was, it wasn't the vibe so i don't know i mean like uh i feel like, like
2: you know if you're going to kick your roommates then at least have the decency to actually hook up with her
1: well you know but like yeah maybe i just hate what if you just hate your roommates though what if you just hate your roommates and you tell them to have a date and you just didn't have one that's a that's I, a pro tip they, move i
2: think they might catch on if you did it a couple of times
1: you just have like the home alone like setup where you have the like silhouettes in the window so they like looking at it
2: or you could gaslight them and you make them think that you think that there's somebody there even if there actually isn't and you set up one of those scarecrows with a lipstick face and then you can have one of those scenes from the shining where they see it and they realize uh, in one instant that you've gone insane
1: yeah what if they just walk in and they're just like it's just like hey man sorry i forgot my keys and you're like covered in lipstick from the scarecrow. That would be awful.
2: Oh yeah, scarecrow lipstick is the
0: worst.
1: Ah oh, yeah, you you know what's up, Jacob. Ian, yeah, I know what you
0: it. I know every I know what you guys are talking about, yeah.
1: You ever fucked mm-hmm. anything that was a farm paraphernalia?
2: <laughs> well
1: I mean just
2: stay away from the tractor. How much time do you
1: have? Yeah, the have. tractor's dangerous. <laughs> you ever just look at a pitchfork and it gets you hot and bothered, Ian?
0: Well I mean now, I personally am more of a, a hoe person.
1: You would have sex with a hoe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. I hope the double entendre is not lost on our audience. Jacob, your thoughts.
2: Well, I was just going to ask how you would have sex with a pitchfork. Carefully.
0: Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay, and then step violently. By step. All right. So, first off, you want to make sure it's laying on the ground, right? You don't want to accidentally impale yourself. Um, no, rookie yeah. mistake. Yeah. And then the space in between the, the tines i guess you'd call it on the pitchfork
2: oh i see yes
0: that seems like the logical place mm-hmm. but it, it, it is actually the logical place but uh you just have to make sure that it's uh you don't you don't want to you want to make sure there's not a, a lot of debris i don't know where i'm going
1: yeah and this. and you have to have protection because otherwise your babies will be half pitchfork and that's that's impossible to deal with uh, in this day and age They'll be sharp, but they'll also be pointy, you know? I feel like that's like not a great combination. In my kids, at least.
2: They'll um, make good points.
1: <laughs> right through me. <laughs> Do you ever... Uh... So I was, I was, I was watching, uh, watching a TV show the other day. Would you rather be smart or funny? Like, you only get
2: one. I feel like being funny hasn't been as useful to me. Really think-, think so? Well, I feel like right now, because the economy is so screwed up, you're going to need to be really smart to get a job.
1: Or just decently funny. I mean, think about it. Like, you know, you're like, somebody's like, Oh, hold on. I really need a grocery clerk, but this guy's really fun to work with. I feel like that could get you something.
2: It could, but then you'd have to want to work as a grocery clerk forever.
1: That's Okay. Okay. Scale it up. Scale it up. Ian, what's the, what's the biggest, what's the best profession you can think of, Ian? Number one profession in the, in the United States. Oh, this is going to sound a bit foolish now, but I was going to say grocery clerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn it. Okay. Well, we're at a, we're at odds here is what we are. What about you? Would you rather would you rather be funny
0: or uh, smartian? Ooh, it's tough because I don't know if I'm either of those right now, so I can't <laughs> say whether that has uh either either I don't know the benefits of either. Um, you know, I'm going to go with uh
1: so clearly you'd rather be funny. Like just by the way he responded, I think it's clear.
0: No, I mean I might I might I would rather be smart because I see th- it, th- it seems like funny is a way to hide your deficiencies. Um really? Yeah, it seems like you, you make up for not uh looking good or uh being smart or being talented at music or something i'm i'm, I'm not speaking from a uh, personal experience here but <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Oh, really think. you'd choose smart oh sorry go ahead
2: i i kind of miss having smart people in charge i miss i miss <laughs> the days nice. when we had people in charge who were people who i would assume have at least 50 iq or i guess mm-hmm. at most
1: you see, like, the thing is, though, like, those, all those other, you know, people in charge also had decent senses of humor. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. I, I mean, even, you know, John McCain and Barack Obama weren't above, like, you know, like going on SNL and, like, being the butt of a joke. You know what I mean? Like, if you ever watch, it, if you ever watch an interview with Donald Trump, it's even just from, like, a purely non-political perspective, he's just not fun to listen to. You know
0: what I mean? He's actually like, he's, kind of fun to listen to. Like I, You really it.
1: think so?
2: Mm-hmm. I think I, you I, have to...
0: Like, he's not fun, he's not sharp, but, you know, Jacob, goes.
2: Uh, well, I think in order to be funny, you have to be a human being. I'm not sure if he satisfies. That's a good place. Yeah, I'm not sure he satisfies that prerequisite or not.
0: That's a good place to start. Like, he's like an animal video, you know, like, except just, like, fucked up, like, you know, like. You're like...
2: <laughs> he truly is the animal video of presidents.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, you ever see a cheetah, like, stop mid-run and just be like, I hate Muslims? It's a
0: shocker, to be sure. The whole way he started was he just came in on an escalator. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, like, <laughs> God. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about, I, uh,
1: my girlfriend watches a lot of animal videos and she shows them to me. And that's been one big new thing in our relationship. I'm just watching a ton of animal videos now. Um, I never used to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Has that been good for your relationship?
1: I think it has been. I think it has been. I, uh, it's nice. I mean, mean, do you
2: guys have any, any thoughts or opinions? Well, I'm just asking if you would recommend it as a general piece of dating advice.
1: I I think if it happens organically, it's cool. Like, I don't think you should like go up to your girlfriend Hmm. and be like, we need to watch animal videos. It brings us closer together.
0: (sighs) Is that what you did?
1: Well, yeah. And like, luckily she like went for it, but.
0: You You should send it to that, um, that, uh that girl who didn't want who couldn't date you unless you filled out that form. Um, maybe that will... or,
2: or goat girl.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So you've well, you got a story about a girl story. with a you goat. You need to tell that story. Wait, right. What? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> this has been just the best year. I love this year so much, but, uh, this happened back in January now, I think, or maybe, yeah, I think it was January, but anyway, I'm actually the girl on Tinder. Um, and I was still in Davis and she, we, we got to the point where we were going to go out for a date and we said, we're gonna go to this, the Starbucks downtown. And she said, but you gotta bring a goat. And so I, I kind of didn't really question it because I did, wasn't sure what the proper response to that was. But I, did, I showed up and it didn't, it didn't go as well as it could have because she had batched me immediately after, after uh, the date ended. And then I did the I told that story on stage in one of my, my comedy routines. And it turned out she was in the audience and she heard the whole thing. And I don't know, that's that's probably my best Tinder story. It's the most it's ever gotten me.
0: That's pretty good. That's 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 a good return though. Maybe you should have brought a video of a goat. <laughs> Gosh. Maybe I
2: should have. I'll remember that for next time.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Have you had much luck with online
2: dating? Um, Not a lot. I've been talking to somebody recently that I met online. Um, But it's like, it's pretty hard during the pandemic when you can't actually see anybody in person.
1: Yeah. How does that work? Are you planning on starting? What's the end game? Are you planning on starting a relationship in quarantine or like?
2: I have no idea, to be honest with you um because i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after where the state might be on fire um you know it it would be nice to actually see her in person but i it seems unlikely right now
1: yeah i mean you know what's I, i was gonna be like what is her personality like over zoom like what is the what is the vibe
2: man She's probably going to be listening to this podcast, actually, because I told her it.
1: In that case, she is an angel, and nothing more needs to be said.
2: Absolutely, that's all yes. I'm going to say.
0: Well, Wonderful. I- I'm going to push you on that a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh boy! All right, I've some journalistic integrity here.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. A- being a
1: gossipy bitch. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so. uh you, you opted to just uh, go with Matt's description uh, rather than provide your mm-hmm. own. Why Why did you do that?
2: I'm not sure I could sum it up any better. She is an angel.
0: Oh, well, well, Satan was also an angel at one time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Funny enough, that, that actually came up once because one of her profile pictures has uh, one of her friends with devil horns on it. So... I call her an angel, and she's like, "No, I'm actually a devil. Look at the horns." I'm like, "Yeah, but remember, Satan was also an angel."
1: So, so I was going to say, like, putting a picture of Satan as your like Skype profile is that a red flag?
2: Well, first of all, it wasn't Skype because she's not insane, and nobody uses Skype anymore.
1: But like, you know, just in general, profile picture. Like, what was she using then? What was she? Yeah, using? what was she
2: using? This was Hinge. Hinge.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Whoa. Well, this is whoa. This is I'm sorry. Yeah, the difference.
2: I know. Well, the difference is just, I don't. I actually don't know why we're not using Skype anymore. Zoom became the thing that people used during the pandemic. But for some reason, Skype just sort of fell off of the map. And it's, yeah. it's not the professional standard. I actually uh, kind of awesome. preferred Zoom to be, or I preferred uh, Skype, to be honest with you. I'm why do you sad. prefer Skype? I just like the interface a little bit better. It, because in Zoom... It, it just seems a little bit clunky, although they are making it a little bit easier now that literally everyone in the country is using it constantly.
0: Mm. Yeah, shout out to Zoom. Uh, we've out been out using this for this podcast, and we, we're waiting for you to sponsor us. Uh, well, funny enough, they're, yeah. they're
2: both owned by Microsoft, so praising <laughs> either of them will get you exactly the same amount of money for Microsoft, probably.
0: Well, Microsoft, Thank we, you, love, we love Bill Gates. We love Bill yeah. Gates.
1: Thank you for this piece of shit platform that freezes up every time I'm in class. It is wonderful.
0: Your thoughts, Ian, on destroying your Microsoft sponsorship immediately. Well, I don't think we're going to have Matt back as a guest host or as a guest. (laughs) I think he might be blacklisted now. Um, Yeah, when you you cut this, yeah. Mr. Gates, uh, Sir Gates, I don't know if he's been nice. Master
1: Gates, yeah. (laughs) when you cut this together, it's going to be just like, like, Oh man, I fucking hate love Microsoft. It's amazing.
2: I think Ian's a better editor than that though. That's probably true.
1: He's going to edit me up. that
2: because he's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Ian, he actually you edited you.
1: Yeah. He edited you saying that. That's not what she said on stream.
0: I'm a lazy editor. I don't, I don't really listen. <laughs> I didn't listen to the last episode I wasn't on. Uh, full disclosure like i didn't listen to the whole thing i just listened to the beginning and the end so mm-hmm. i uh, knew where to uh insert the music and in the intro
2: how oh, you missed out it was a good one.
0: Oh damn well, i guess i should listen to it mm-hmm. on spotify spotify i don't know who owns it but we love you
2: <laughs> i think spotify on spotify
1: they Uh-oh. just bought up a bunch of podcasts too uh recently. Did you hear about that? They bought like Science Versus and like all those Gimlet Media productions. They're uh they're getting in the business of actually creating podcasts now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I listen to a lot of really nerdy podcasts, so those kind of things aren't on my radar.
1: Mm, I feel it. What's what's uh what's the last podcast you listen to?
2: Making Sense with Sam Harris.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Sam Harris. That's a good one. Yeah.
2: Do you actually <laughs> know Sam a- Harris or
0: did you say that's a good name? No, I, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty good name. I mean, I wouldn't say it's in my top five names, but... Uh,
2: mm-hmm. What about Ham Saras?
0: Uh, that one, I don't know. I think that one misses the mark.
1: But, what are your top five names? What You just pull that out there like you have top five names well, in your okay,
0: back pocket. So, so my top five names. Um, number five... Uh, Nice. I knew it. <laughs> Master twenty ninety nine. Fuck you. Number 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 four. Uh, Matt Kukuzha. Nice.
1: S. Nice.
0: Um, number three. Uh. Yeah, I was bullshitting. I don't. Yeah, really there we go.
1: <laughs> so I guess my question is, like, w- w- what would you name your kid? Because I feel like that's a good barometer for actual favorite names, because. You know, like, it's it's all funny games to be like, yeah, I'm gonna name, like, you know, like, my favorite name is Saturn Australopithecus. You know, that's a good name. But like, when it comes down to naming your kid something, you're like, okay, hold on. I gotta think about this. What would you name your kid, Jacob?
2: If, if I had a girl, I've always like flower names. So something like Jasmine. I've always liked that name. Um, For a boy, I don't know, maybe Mark. Mark. <laughs> a strong That's, name.
1: So wait, wait, so you're going to give this, you're, if, if it's a girl, you're going to give this large, flowery, beautiful sounding name. And if it's uh-huh. a boy, it's just going to be Mark.
2: Yeah, it's it's strong. You can say it in one syllable.
1: All right. Fair enough. What does that say about Jacob then, or
2: Ian? It says that my parents made a mistake.
1: <laughs> oh. God. But,
2: you know, I have a bunch of other names to make up for it. Although That's none fair. of them are one-syllable. <laughs>
1: I don't think any of us have one-syllable names. I think Ian's the closest because it's three letters, but it's still mm-hmm. they crammed an extra syllable into those three letters. I
0: really got like yeah. the bang for my buck in terms of like syllables per letter.
1: That's true. Yeah. No, you're uh, you're leading the charge there.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you you got a uh, you got math. It's Matthew, but. You could yeah. just go by Matt. I mean Matt, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean but I mean that's that's a really blessed kind of thing because I mean I guess Jacob could go by J if he wanted to, but you can't go by like Yeah. Like that's not like something you can shorten your name to.
0: <laughs> just take off the N, just be like, Yeah. When I when I still was on Twitter, I think Kanye West tweeted out like he's like changing his name to like he had like this tweet where he was just like I'm changing like I don't know. And I had my, my follow up tweet was like I just like responded I was like I am hereby changing my name to uh, I'm no longer Ian I am oh wait I can't do that because I think you changed it to like Yay or something or like that Yeah I was like I can't do that I was just I was my, like, that was my, my one name is tweet.
1: Yeah my name is now No God Yeah what would you What would you name your kid Ian So we've got Mark and flower names What would you name your kid?
0: Let's see. I, I was gonna say I, I've always been a fan. This is my p- big plan. I'm going to name yes. them. Uh, I don't really care about the name actually, but it would just be, really. It would be. It'd be. Insert whatever name you want. The sixth. Um, so they just have the suffix VI or the sixth. The sixth, yeah, because okay. you don't know what happened to the other five. Um, <laughs>
1: Dude, there was like a weird accident with like a time travel machine, so it's just like that's it. they're the sixth, their son is the fifth, and they're their son is the fourth.
0: Yeah, because it, it would create a debacle when they have kids if they have kids. I'm not going to, you know, you know,
1: not going to pressure your kids that way.
0: Not gonna, I'm not going to pressure them in that. Uh, I don't know what the term is, but they, uh, they 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 can't. They have to be like, is it is it the sixth? junior or is it uh the the seventh i don't know that would be that's my plan i don't know i don't really care about the name though like that's interesting so you just don't care about the name it could be mark the sixth (laughs) or jasmine the sixth
1: you're just gonna steal whatever jacob has whatever his you're gonna look over at his answers on his like birth certificate like it's a test (laughs)
0: just be like all right mark we're going with that I'm not smart. I need to cheat on the birth certificate.
2: <laughs> well, you know, so did Obama.
0: Jesus. I mean, what do you I can't think about believe... it? Do you think, I, Obama's, I... do you think Obama's birth certificate is real? Of course it's real. Oh, but totally I just, not. I can't.
1: <laughs> I'm fucking with you now.
2: I just can't believe that they're doing it again with Kamala Harris. And they're oh, seriously. Yeah. Really? They are? Not... Yes oh my god it, it's just absolutely abhorrent because i i don't know i mean i guess they can use the same logic that they use with obama they can say well i don't believe her, her birth certificate but you know it's not like her parents obama had one parent who is was, was from another country yeah i mean kamala harris's parents are immigrants but it's not very good logic to say therefore she couldn't have possibly have been born in oakland
0: god Oakland's yeah. very exclusive you know you can't just yeah get into Oakland
1: no especially if you're a minority it's very very difficult you have to apply to get into Oakland. yes it's a purely ups- just upscale white neighborhood all of Oakland and the sad truth is part of that's becoming true <laughs> um yeah how do you guys feel about that's never mind that's not a good topic gentrification of Oakland is a very niche topic
2: oh my goodness
1: oh
2: holy shit we've got another person here and his name is andrew Vo.: and he's connecting to audio
0: wow and he, he just fucking didn't connect to audio he it takes him a it. while to connect to audio <laughs> beautiful this always all i can happens.
2: see half of your head andrew
1: oh yeah it's it's the beautiful top half oh god
2: can you set it up somehow so it's just the bottom half
1: uh yeah we we need some uh what's the word symmetricity symmetricalness it's
2: symmetry, but
1: you're very close. Thank you. <laughs> I skipped right over symmetry and went to symmetricity. We know you're here. Synchronist synchronicity. We know you're the here,
2: Andrew. a different thing.
3: Oh, dude. Okay, I got. Oh it. man. Got it. Oh Another fuck! Answer. Look, who just walked into the studio?
2: Okay, Andrew, I have kind of a beef with you, my friend.
3: <laughs> dude, yes, that's the that, that's funny thing because I just ate some uh, Korean barbecue beef, bro. So give me all your
2: beef, dude. Okay, I didn't mean to turn it racial, I'm just saying.
3: I thought we were uh, turning a sexual, dude, like, kind of like, oh, I just okay. eat, and now you give me your meat.
2: You did not send Ian any of my facts.
3: I did! What?
2: Ian you just didn't. told me that you didn't.
3: I'm done. I did, Ian, I did.
0: I got receipts, bro.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go back and check my text, and I don't think, I, pro- I probably didn't even send it.
0: I will read our whole conversation right now. Don't
3: read it. It, it, <laughs> it contains uh, explicit images.
0: Ian, How do you read an explicit image? It just says it just it oh, just man. has
3: he just reads small dick or something right now. So <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. I just I really like doing this podcast. I just felt so bad that we have uh, like had all the changes. So
1: no, it's I fine. feel it's bad
0: fine. and I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> yeah, Ian okay. just
1: fucking leaves. All right, Andrew, so uh your thoughts.
3: Well, I Please. think I think raccoon should rule the world.
1: And nice. uh nice I think, you know,
3: you know, if you have too much facial hair, then you should shave half of it.
1: Jacob. Jake, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> See, the funny thing is I did.
1: This was the compromise? Should... This was half.
2: Yeah. I know. Genetics is fun.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
3: hey, so what, so what, what's been going on? I'm sorry for interrupting.
1: <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, what topics we've covered today. Uh, Microsoft Flight Sim, whether or not it can be used to mod in 9-11. Uh, guitar influences on uh, art. Um, joining a Jewish frat, is it religious? Um, viewers at home, you can let me know how I'm doing. Uh, to keep track of any of this. All right, so now it's just you and me, Andrew. So
3: well, It's maybe. time to talk dirty. Oh, no.
1: oh yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Sweet. That Jacob left the room for a moment um dude
3: bro, mad you got like a nice ass setup you guys can't yeah, see that's like the mic the boom mic or whatever something like that And you got know, the yeah, yeah filter i yeah, got a it's... blue
2: snowball and i felt like i was cool i know
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really just it's, it's really just a cardboard cutout it's gonna poke it and it's gonna fall over
3: damn
2: it
1: okay yeah. i
3: need to get my cardboard
1: cut out yeah yeah so let's talk let's
3: talk about what were we talking about we talking you know, i, about... w- I want
1: to talk about something i want to talk about something now that you're here do you remember when we did bad comedy the, the the night we did bad comedy why and you everyone, assaulted why somebody. Did, why does
3: everyone have an issue with bad comedy?
0: Because it was the fucking
1: funniest that, thing. So, I don't yeah. remember
3: what happened that day. Okay.
0: The red mist what... descended.
1: So here's the story. I'm gonna fucking tell the story with you we we've told
0: this. Will has Will has <laughs> been on this. Will has been on here and we've rehashed this before.
1: You've rehashed the story about how Will got a- attacked basically, in front of an audience. It was fucking hilarious. Wait, can I just tell people
3: first what I've been doing? Yes, please. I've been doing a lot of stuff. I just ate some dinner to my family and i had a drink of water and now i'm here oh you can go on matt
2: <laughs> okay i fucking
1: hate you
3: preface it preface it because i'm no, so no, bad no.
1: at this stuff
2: i'm oh, no, a modern gonna, day
0: homer
1: i was so so ian should we actually homer. tell the story because i don't want to do a story you've already done in the podcast because okay, like, yeah.
0: i've told my version of the story i think adam castro told his version of the story wills told his side of the story fuck it all right, so, I, don't think,
3: I don't think I have a story with Jacob because I didn't really know him that well. Oh, I, well, I didn't fair. really know, him. yeah,
1: that's right. You two bring very different energies, like you've got like a Monty Python vibe, and Andrew Vo has a fucking like your car's on fire, Eric Andre vibe. And I dig it, and I'm very hey, sad that you left. hey,
3: you know what they say about cars on fire
2: mm-hmm.
1: you put a baby in them, like what do you do?
3: No, you put the car in the baby.
1: Ah, there we go. I you, you always thought outside of the box, yeah, that's a common saying.
3: How long do you um, guys think Ian will stick with me with this podcast? I won't ask I am you not guys.
1: sure. Uh, honestly, um,
0: I'm not sure. How long I gave you it th- two bone minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, Jacob, how long How long are you think you're going to stay here? Yeah, Jacob's like,
2: I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally doing nothing like the rest of the day, so uh, Aren't you, we you've all got doing my it? undivided attention.
1: Nice. Time
3: okay, to doesn't... divide up your attention. That's what I was supposed to do. Supposed
2: oh, okay. Do what, what else do you want me to focus on?
3: I want you to focus on... My face, man. Okay, okay. To Matt, Matt, just tell your story.
1: Just all right, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. Let's focus <laughs> on this. Hold up. I got you. I got you. So I love how I
3: Jacob's do. thing. I like how Jacob's. I'm sorry, for. I like how Jacob's. This the bitch. Guests.
1: This fucking bitch. You. You Ian'd me. You're making me the Ian of this show now. I swear to God. Fucking hey, a.
3: Hey, I love Ian. So I love you too, Matt. Uh,
1: all right. Well, yeah. No. 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 Talk to Jacob.
3: <laughs> no. What was your story? No. What was your story? Just tell your story.
1: No. 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 Just go ahead. <laughs> Wait. This. Is, this. Is <laughs> I don't want to tell anymore. Now. No. I love you.
3: Jacob, let's pressure him. Let's put some pressure on him.
1: I'm gonna kiss you in the mouth.
3: Yeah. Um
1: social distance kiss, man. You gotta like
3: Yeah, we, know, we both have to kiss like kiss the, the computer screen. Yeah, and then tongue it. Tongue it real good. Jeez. Tongue
1: it so your computer breaks. Playing, here's the thing. That's I guess that's why I could never play comedy chicken with Andrew. Like, like if we would just get into this zone and he'd be just like, I'd be like, yeah, you know, like I'm gonna like, you know, like kiss you on the mouth and he goes, I bet you won't look me in the eyes while you do it. You hunk a man or something like that, and I could never keep up.
2: Yeah, I think I'd have chicken. a hard time with that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just have... You have mega, mega I just, chaotic I, I, good energy. But you know I who would be
2: really fun to do that with is Ricky.
1: Yeah, Ricky. that guy was crazy.
2: Oh Ricky. man, Ricky would do so well at that game. He's a,
1: he was this guy, he was this guy who like spiritually succeeded some of your bits in the, uh, uh, you know, uh, comedy club as soon as you left. Basically, he would like... like Ricky Martin? The, no, Ricky, uh, his name was Ricky B, I think. He's Ricky B. Oh, that Ricky, ended, be- Ricky yeah, like- B. I remember oh, a new that, guy he's a new, he's a new guy, new guy yeah. oh, okay I remember the first night he came into like workshop like material he came in and he was like uh, John 4:13 and he, uh, the land of the uh, true is beset on all sides and for you know us the chosen we are uh, God's people like he read an actual Bible verse and then he looked around to the room and he yeah. slammed his head on the desk in front of him really hard like it made like a like a just solid sound, and everybody looked at each other scared. And he goes, "Woo, John, four thirteen, am I right, babies?" And I was like, "What's happening?" Like I was concerned for his head, but then he just started reading more Bible verses and hitting his head on the table. What it the was great, f- exactly right. Like like some, yeah. like the it was beautiful actually. I was that really reminded into it. you of me? Yes, it did.
3: Because do you I remember? I don't slam my head on tables anymore. No,
1: you just attack people. Do you remember what you did that night? So here's the story.
3: I attack people that I love, Matt.
1: That's probably true. You must love Will a lot. So (laughs) here's the story. I remember. So we had a night called Bad Comedy Night, right? You remember it.
3: I'm trying to remember
1: it, Now I will not be made Ian by
0: Ian. I swear to God. I will will Andrew Matt now. And I will Jacob your
1: asses.
3: Let's do that. Let's just be (laughs) each other right now.
0: We have lost control of the episode, but yes, no, you have lost Who control. I of now?
1: I gain control of this episode, okay? All you <laughs> out there. And you fucking hostage situation to your episode.
3: Yeah, man, I just took it by the balls and just liquorished it up. Okay, let's go before I start saying <laughs> random stuff. Okay, okay, just tell your story, then we'll then we'll go back to. Jacob and his flying snake addiction.
1: So we've got, we've got a a tradition in the club called bad comedy night. It's two teams and you get up and you do 60 seconds of the worst improvised set you can make. The goal is to make as few people laugh as possible. And Andrew gets up, right? And so it's Andrew versus Will is the matchup, right? So they're trying to see who can be less funny. So and he goes, and they get up on stage, and they haven't even started time, and Andrew starts grabbing Will's neck like this and pinching down like in a Vulcan death grip. And uh-huh. Bill goes, oh, what the hell? And Andrew goes, oh, what? Like he didn't know that hurt. And then uh, he goes, Andrew's like, oh, we haven't started time. And he goes, uh, we're starting time now. And he goes, okay. And he goes back to choking Will. It was like, what's <laughs> happening? was like, what's happening? And it's like, what do you mean? This is, this is my time. This is what I get to do, right? <laughs> and so will was just like confused by the time he left the stage he didn't know his time was up so you just sat down and andrew
3: won by default genius by that andrew guy i swear to god i wonder who that is
1: fucking a so that was bad comedy night i don't know we've done it since
3: okay um, and matthew i thought i thought somehow i choked you by accident i thought that was i thought that was, to say. <laughs> oh, it thought,
1: was never by accident
3: oh yeah it was that one night you know we With had that the suits and the yeah clowns yeah. Yeah.
1: I yeah. never knew my dick could make a balloon animal before. It was really Yeah, sick. man, you know, and
3: Michael Bloomberg and, you know, everything else. Yeah, Michael
1: Bloomberg was there.
3: Was yeah, crazy. he just whipped out his...
1: His Ian, he called it. Yeah, it and, really, you know, he yeah. just
3: stroked his Ian. It's like, yeah. and it was a hairy Ian, you know. He it's tickled
0: like, its beard, too. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: somehow the beard was below... below so, Jacob, how to... are you
0: doing right now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, how long have you guys been recording?
2: Oh, I'm doing excellent.
3: Yeah, how 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 excellent are you doing like excellency i'm so glad
2: to be part of this conversation yes I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it
3: you know in british in a british uh, world or whatever it's like excellency is like a high ranking mm-hmm. official so it's true i
2: think the word you might be looking for is england i'd british why would world they call
1: them british though why would they call them british if it was english yeah yeah come on well, jacob
2: british world i think is <laughs> we're
1: just
3: gonna grind him on uh or not grind him uh, grill him on a british
1: yeah, what are all the things you know about Britain right now? Yeah,
3: they got bad food. Well, Keep it going. They got a queen.
2: They got, got a, a queen. queen.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Got yeah a I queen. heard the
1: queen,
3: the queen can't do much anymore. She's like a figurehead no. now. But yeah. she gets, I think, $10 million per year. So that's pretty good money. you know. Be, I would,
1: yeah, I'd be a figurehead for that much. Holy what shit. What would you guys
3: buy for uh, $10 million? I'd buy Ian. I, that's what I would do. I would buy Ian.
1: I would counterbid for Ian, but failing that, I would get <laughs> Jacob. <laughs>
2: I would convert wow. it. Uh, I convert it into what is that? A billion pennies? And, <laughs> and what
3: would you do with a billion? Just yeah.
2: throw it at somebody. Well, you know, there was that one guy who got a parking ticket, and it really pissed him off. So he paid it off in pennies. <laughs> I get a bunch of parking tickets and pay them off that way.
1: All right. That'd be funny, actually. That would be funny. <laughs> Ian,
3: you know, your the, thoughts? Yeah, Ian. Wait, hey, everybody. Ian, Ian is texting right now. What yeah, he's texting. Stuff?
0: Let's I'm texting just... I'm I'm doing my text a friend. I'm trying to I'm like, what would I do for ten mil what would I do with ten million dollars? Uh, I would get, just... I would get I would convert it all to nickels. Um mm-hmm. do the same thing that Jacob does, except with nickels.
1: Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Now you have because I bid bid ten million on you, and you bid ten million on you. Now you have thirty million. What that's that's broadens your horizons.
0: What are you gonna do with that? I will Convert all of that to nickels, <laughs> and then do three times what Jacob is going to do. And you had and to text somebody for that answer. <laughs> no, I'm just texting someone. But a nickel
2: five a times ball. as much as a penny.
0: Ah,
1: that's true. So I guess yeah, I guess you'd have less. You'd have about sixty percent of the physical objects Jacob has, and you know, a billion times what Andrew and I have, which is now zero. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah i have uh, somehow you are you gonna like how are you gonna how are you gonna split me up are you gonna like king solomon me i and thought we were gonna match? do weekends just,
3: i just call yeah. i just called the <laughs>
1: the weekend <laughs> yeah you know it's it's like it's like a divorce parenting thing like i get him the yeah. weekends you get him for the weekdays you go to yeah. school with him.
3: i yeah. can't get him on saturdays though because what that's when uh his stepmother comes in
1: but uh let's yeah
2: Can I how get dare the you call middle? me stepmother
1: you didn't pay for him. Come on. You got to give us gotta, a little bit. Come on. You got to put in your two nickels to get his nickels. So yeah. I'll give
2: you a billion pennies.
1: All right. Hold yeah. on. I need to confer with my partner on this. Andrew, your thoughts? No.
2: We'll do it. We'll do it.
1: No,
3: I need a billion one pennies, Jacob. That's what I need. I need an extra <sighs> penny.
2: I just don't have that many.
3: Steal that's, it. that's no deal then.
1: Yeah. Steal, it, Steal from it from a from McDonald's or something.
2: Yeah. I don't want to plan to stereotype. I can't do that. What's stereotyping? What? That Jews
1: ra- rob McDonalds? What? <laughs> oh, what? Shit. Where in the world was that a stereotype? Is that
2: a stereotype? What the? Oh, absolutely. You just like, don't oh, watch enough those... Israeli TV.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, okay. There's, there's a war. Like, is Israel? The people Israel hates are Palestine and then McDonalds. Those are the two things they hate
2: in yeah, the world. Well, McDonalds are a little bit less explosive, though.
1: Are you sh- not the way I eat them? yeah i eat
2: i eat the bread first and then i eat the meat that's what i do all right yeah, yeah so uh, how about one of you solve the israeli-palestinian crisis uh, i, mean, a, I a think a
3: i think uh jared kushner has that uh on control right <laughs> a couple oh, years ago so? peace in the middle east yeah. did he say
2: that Jesus he did he absolutely did
1: yeah
0: i uh yeah, i was listening to that because i was like because we had the radio going because the power was out at my place um <laughs> Because like if the was the lightning strikes, the lightning yeah. just killed our power. But um, he was like, he was like, they were they were asking him about that, and I don't know what the heck he was saying. But uh, apparently, he solved it, and that's he, <laughs> <meant>. <laughs> he just solved, he solved it. it. <laughs> great, yeah, so
3: it's over now. Jesus. Great, yeah. now let's go over there and see what happens.
1: Yeah, it'll be great.
3: So let's get back solved this it. thing on. Let's let's get back this interview on track because. Uh, Yes,
0: clearly. Mm-hmm. No, let's, let's get this interview back on track. Let's, right before let's, my, get this interview, my, let's
1: get this interview off the rails at this point. We're my teetering. Guest
0: co-host, Matt. Matt's yes. through 2099. Fuck you. I'm taking this back, Andrew. And with our guest, Jacob, Darren, and we're going to kick this unwanted video.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm crying on the inside, dude. You know, what? I had the hardest day. You know, this morning, my iPad... Was that 98%? Of 100%. Ooh. So it's been tough, okay?
0: Well, I hope okay. it goes to 98%. Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> Ian. Fuck <laughs> you.
2: Minute of silence, everyone, for Andrew's iPad. Please. Yeah,
1: moment of silence for uh, Andrew's iPad.
2: Yes. Has it been a minute yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are we mating a minute? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you
2: guys think... know uh, Sasha Baron Cohen? The Not comedian Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, oh. I know Sasha Baron Cohen. I, okay, well, I know
3: he was in an elephant's butt.
1: I know
2: that. It was not oh, was a he? butt, but I don't, don't want to talk movie. about it. I don't want to oh. talk about it, Andrew. I watched that in the theaters and I wasn't prepared.
1: Wait, the Spies uh, movie?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the yeah. He was,
1: oh, was, shit. Yeah, he, was, he and his twin brother play Spies or something. Yeah.
2: But, I, but before we get too off track, um, <laughs> what I was going to say is when he was still doing the L. G show, I think it was the L. G. show on HBO, he did this thing where he, he was playing his character Borat, who's a journalist from Kazakhstan. And he visits the the local chapter of the Republican Party in, it was like South Carolina or something like that. And he tells them, uh, today is the, the the 10th year anniversary of the Tishniak massacre, so let's have 10 minutes of silence. And he just makes them stand there for 10 minutes for a massacre that never happened. Oh, did you, oh God, did you hear what, uh,
1: the Borat's fucked that whole country up. Uh, in a lot of ways, they won't show it in the country. It's like actually
2: like a band oh, yeah, movie. Yeah.
1: yeah. Did you yeah. hear about like what happened at the Olympics with the Kazakh shooting
2: gold medalist? No what happened. I think I, but like, wasn't there a thing yeah. where they played the the with to- them?
1: Yeah, they, accident- they played the Kazakh anthem because if you're the gold medalist in the Olympics, you get your anthem played. And they accidentally played the Kazakh anthem from Borat. <laughs> right. And you just watched yeah. it. Just You watched the smile drop off the guy's face. He was not happy. But How did they uh, mess that, that up? How I don't they- know. Who, who, has- who the fuck messes that up? That's such a troll,
2: know. honestly. It's honestly. a beautiful song, though. <laughs> <laughs> did any of you see Who is America?
1: Oh, I heard about that, yeah. Oh, um, that. was that his like uh, TV um, show? This, this is like Man movie. on the Street TV show, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: It- Some of it is really painful to watch, but he did this one uh, pretty elaborate prank where he got these people from some other Southern state that I can't remember. It's always Southern states where he finds people to to do these kind of ridiculous things. It's probably not a coincidence, but he got these guys to believe that he was training them on how to deal with illegal immigrants.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I saw that. That was funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So he said... Uh, we're going to set up a trap where we have a fake quinceañera and one of you has to dress up as the quinceañera girl. And so it's really God. bad because he he tells them, for example, when you're punching an uh, an immigrant in the face, they might have an STD on their face, so you have to wear condoms on your hands.
1: Just making them um, do
2: all this like fucking bizarre shit. No, but that's not the worst part because they show up there and they've got condoms and then for some reason <laughs> he lays out Rohypnol um, and somebody calls the cops on him. <laughs> so the cops show up and there's this guy this fully grown man in a, in a quinceañera dress pretending to be a young Mexican girl. And he has him wearing like a simulated vagina and the cop has to see it because he has to check him for weapons. <laughs> God, man.
1: Yeah. It's such a Baron
0: Cohen, that guy,
2: that man,
1: that wonderful, wonderful, that man is a
2: crazy
0: guy. dude. <laughs> On that note, yes. I think I want to wrap this thing up. Um, Beautiful. But we have to ask you one more question, Jacob. Um, do you want to ask that question, Andrew? Do you even no. know what that question I'm going to ask is? No.
3: I'm still trying to pull up his 10 facts, but this is almost the end, which is kind of funny. All
0: right. <laughs> so Andrew will finish off the show by reading all 10 facts. Um, no, I haven't.
3: Dude, it's not even loading on my computer right now. I don't We think will I make even have
0: him read face. all 10 facts, but Jacob – you, I don't know if you know the drill, but we just want you to tell us what do you want us to name this episode?
2: I mean, I, I had an idea that was kind of contingent on you uh, reading the facts, but, <laughs> but let's see. i I feel like the thing about the middle names should be it should be somewhere in the, in the name for this episode. You know, Jacob Darren, the middle name episode, something like that. ooh, that sounds nice. Middle names more than one syllable or something, yeah. Or yeah, or maybe something clickbaity like, um, "This is where we finally learn Ian's real middle name." <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. a bit of a long title. Just call it Tsuyoshi. Just fuck it. Yeah, don't even put my name on it. Just literally call the episode Tsuyoshi.
1: Yeah, uh, it sounds good. Beautiful. I think we're supposed to stay silent for the for the outro
0: yeah, music. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Andrew, do you have the ten facts up? No,
1: it's still not
3: up.
0: No, because right, me and Andrew. Jacob
3: were talking a lot, and I'm trying to get up.
2: there. Yeah, man, Beautiful. I don't think i can get into it. All right, it could That's send those, it those. to uh, one of the other
0: hosts. Mm.
1: Well, uh, this hope has got a dip. I'll catch you guys. Okay. Bye. Right. Yeah, Ian. Sorry, Bye. do you want to do your thing?
0: Oh yeah, no. I just uh, thank you, Matt, for guest hosting. Thank you, uh, Jacob, and uh, for coming on. And thank you, Andrew, oh, no. for not sending me the facts. Um,
2: <laughs> we'll uh,
0: we're calling it peace. Peace.
2: All right. Bye.